Listen to God's Word for October 9th. As we continue our journey through the Bible in a year, today we begin reading the New Testament. Just a reminder that our reading plan is roughly chronological. So instead of reading in the order the New Testament books appear in your Bible, we'll be moving around quite a bit, especially in the Gospels. I hope you'll find this approach helpful. Today's reading includes Luke 1 and John 1. May God bless this reading of His Word. Luke 1 Many have undertaken to compose an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by the initial eyewitnesses and servants of the Word. Therefore, having carefully investigated everything from the beginning, it seemed good also to me to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah, and whose wife Elizabeth was a daughter of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and decrees of the Lord. But they had no children, because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well along in years. One day, while Zechariah's division was on duty, and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And at the hour of the incense offering, the whole congregation was praying outside. Just then, an angel of the Lord appeared to Zechariah, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, because your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to give him the name John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He shall never take wine or strong drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even from his mother's womb. Many of the sons of Israel he will turn back to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. How can I be sure of this? Zechariah asked the angel. I am an old man, and my wife is well along in years. I am Gabriel, replied the angel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And now you will be silent and unable to speak until the day this comes to pass, because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled at their proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he took so long in the temple. When he came out and was unable to speak to them, 
they realized he had seen a vision in the temple. He kept making signs to them, but remained speechless. And when the days of his service were complete, he returned home. After these days, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. She declared, The Lord has done this for me. In these days He has shown me favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin pledged in marriage to a man named Joseph, who was of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. The angel appeared to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. So the angel told her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How can this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Look, even Elizabeth, your relative, has conceived a son in her old age, and she who was called barren is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it happen to me according to your word. Then the angel left her. In those days, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judah, where she entered the home of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord's word to her will be fulfilled. Then Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is His name. His mercy extends to those who fear Him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with His arm. He has scattered those who are proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful, as he promised to our fathers, to Abraham and his descendants forever. 
Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months and then returned home. When the time came for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they rejoiced with her. On the eighth day, when they came to circumcise the child, they were going to name him after his father Zechariah. But his mother replied, No, he shall be called John. They said to her, There is no one among your relatives who bears this name. So they made signs to his father to find out what he wanted to name the child. Zechariah asked for a tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they were all amazed. Immediately, Zechariah's mouth was opened and his tongue was released, and he began to speak, praising God. All their neighbors were filled with awe, and people throughout the hill country of Judea were talking about these events. And all who heard this wondered in their hearts and asked, What then will this child become? For the Lord's hand was with him. Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and redeemed his people. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke through his holy prophets, those of ages past, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to grant us deliverance from hostile hands, that we may serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our lives. And you, child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give to his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the dawn will visit us from on high to shine on those who live in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until the time of his public appearance to Israel. John 1 In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made, and without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light, so that through him everyone might believe. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. The true light who gives light to every man was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. 
but to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of blood, nor of the desire or will of man, but born of God. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is he of whom I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is at the Father's side, has made him known. And this was John's testimony when the Jews of Jerusalem sent priests and Levites to ask him, Who are you? He did not refuse to confess, but openly declared, I am not the Christ. Then who are you? they inquired. Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need an answer for those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John replied in the words of Isaiah the prophet, I am a voice of one calling in the wilderness, Make straight the way for the Lord. Then the Pharisees who had been sent asked him, Why then do you baptize, if you are not the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? I baptize with water, John replied, but among you stands one you do not know. He is the one who comes after me, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. All this happened at Bethany beyond the Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day, John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Look, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, A man who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. I myself did not know him, but the reason I came baptizing with water was that he might be revealed to Israel. Then John testified, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove and resting on him. I myself did not know him, but the one who sent me to baptize with water told me, The man on whom you see the Spirit descend and rest is he who will baptize with the Holy Spirit. I have seen and testify that this is the Son of God. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus walking by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. And when the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following. What do you want? he asked. They said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come and see, he replied. So they went and saw where he was staying, and spent that day with him. It was about the tenth hour. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard John's testimony and followed Jesus. 
he first found his brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated as Christ. Andrew brought him to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated as Peter. The next day, Jesus decided to set out for Galilee. Finding Philip, he told him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the same town as Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, the one the prophets foretold, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here is a true Israelite, in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus replied, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Rabbi, Nathanael answered, You are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said to him, Do you believe, just because I told you I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. Then he declared, Truly, truly, I tell you, you will all see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at org.